This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good afternoon, family and friends. I just want to welcome you this afternoon to Radio K Pulpit and thank you for joining me on my program called Rise. And this is the program where we give you hope guidance and wisdom and knowledge when real life happens in the family. We discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family in truth and in love, but with God we rise to restoration and rise above all together as a family. And we have a fabulous, long-lost friend in the ministry, which I have not seen for many years, but I'm so privileged to have uh, Pastor Brent Dutoy in my uh, studio with us this morning, this afternoon, and he he is just such a legend as when it comes to youth development. Um, he's been involved with a, an organization uh, in Franchuk, and it has been such a, a such an incredible privilege just to read all the information and all what you're doing in the youth development and skills development. So we just want to welcome you this afternoon. We're going to hear more about what you do and what your programs look like uh, with, the, with the youth and why it's so important for our youth because our youth is not okay right now. How do we start investing in their futures? So that is what we're going to discuss. So just wait with us and stay tuned for the next session. Welcome everyone and thank you so much for staying tuned with us. Uh, it's my program called Rise and it's Renette Myberg and we've got a really special guest in the studio with us this afternoon and it's Pastor Brent Detoy and he's the Director for the Educational Department and Skills Development for Bridges Retreat Centre and you know his concentration is getting really uh, youth built up to the people that they're supposed to be and who God ordained them to be. So you've studied human uh, development uh, as a practitioner for that, and you actually studied overseas, but you're going to tell us more about all of that. So, um, And why are you so passionate in the development of youth, and what is your main focus, and how did you end up going into this field, and why did you feel it's so important? Well, good afternoon, Renette. It's really lovely to be here and to see you after so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been following you on Facebook and the social media <laughs> platforms. So I know you've been doing some incredible work, uh, Salts with the radio station as well. Um, so, so, so thank you to that. And good afternoon to your devoted uh, listeners as well. So, so yes, absolutely. Um, youth development um, and our youth, more specific, um, they play such a crucial part to the livelihood and the sustainability of our country, our nation, and the future. And uh, the reality is that every sphere that builds human capacity or human life um, needs to be developed, um, you know, within these young people so that we can breed a generation of authentic, well-rounded uh, young people, uh, different spheres of society, politics, in the health sectors, education sectors, and the truth is that our young people are struggling because although there is a space and a platform for that, there is a gap. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were able to, through our research uh, two years ago, to identify that the gap requires that we come back to the basic life skills for our young people to become thriving, well-rounded young people again. 
Fantastic. And so what are the, um, you know, the protocol of these programs? So, so what does it look like? I mean, I've just gone through this 13-page um you know, of the outlay of what you will actually do. So if you can just give us a background of, you know, uh, how did how did this whole organization start and why? Because I really feel that, you know, sometimes we think it's the task is so big, but we have to start somewhere. Yeah. So I'm really wanting to encourage listeners and, and business people and those that want to be game changers in, in the nation of – Yes. How do we partner with an organization like you? Or how do we want, if we're in our own areas, how do we start getting committed into into this? Right. So just tell me, you know, just the, a little bit of the journey. Right. Now, absolutely. So just a brief overview of Bridges Retreat Center. It was formerly known as the Bridges of Hope. Mm. And Bridges of Hope was established by the Evangelical Missions Association from the USA. And uh, they came specifically with the task to get uh, young people that have been infected and affected with HIV AIDS out of Philippi and the Browns wow. Farm area. And these young people came to Bridges of Hope and they were schooled from grade 1 through to grade 12. Um, and it was sort of a private schooling system. But in the school that they attended the classes at Bridges, they were also discipled and they were also mentored um, throughout those years. Then a few years ago, they could not uh, continue with the school. So they completed the last cohort of grade 12 learners that fi that finished at the school. And then the school closed down. But Bridges, as a center and a facility, continued with their camps. Yes. And it was at this point that um, the Common Ground Ministry out in Rondebosch, mm, um, them. you know, they were quite interested in, in the property and they put a bid in. Uh, to to take over the ownership of the property. And that happened about uh, two to three years ago. Um, uh, I'm just thinking off the cuff here. <laughs> um, but God has really orchestrated this where they came back and they said, well, now that we are the owners of the property, um, we want to continue the concept of camping. But we want to bring it to where underprivileged children are at. Mm. And the whole idea of running camps throughout a school term started with Common Ground, so, and the whole heart of Bridges Retreat Center running school camp programs was birthed out of the leadership of the Common Ground Church. And uh, it was an absolute blank canvas. They had no idea. Mm. They knew they wanted to do something. They had no idea. And in 2021, um, I saw the ad, and I said, well, let's just let me put my name out there, because mm. one of my passions is to start up projects. Um, especially mm. projects that has an end in mind and that is sustainable. And um, I must admit, it was perhaps within a two to three week period that um, I met the the HR team. I went for interviews and um, in October, the 15th October, I started um, of 2021, uh, blank canvas. And uh, we had to start camps in 2022. The target was to start in February. Um, so we had a short period uh, of time to do our research and to develop this, what this camp program looks like. And um, that was the birth of the outdoor education camp program. Um, and it has key components to it, which we'll ch chat about yes, in, in, a, in yes. a little while. Um, but it's really been the heart of the elders of Common Ground to say that for the next 100 years, we are committing as a <gasps> ministry 
to reach our children and our young people across the Cape Town um, and the greater metro areas um, whose parents are not able to afford uh, sending their children ever on a camp. We want to reach that child. And um, with the strengths of the ministries that I've been involved with, we really have existing networks across um, communities. Um, but my specific uh, target was to get this program um, to the primary schools. Yes, that is foundational phases, which Absolutely. is so important to break that, to get them foundationally ready for the the journey ahead. Because you know, our, we our children are really without hope and guidance and wisdom, yeah. and knowing the way forward. So it's fantastic. I'm just so impressed by the fact that you are um, actually going at that level first. And and so what age group is that? You know, so yeah. what, what happens in that, uh, right. how long are the camps? Right. So so firstly, we, we had to understand um, what's happening with our children. Yes. And we do understand that our high school children, uh, th- there seems to be a, a huge gap, which is almost impossible to, to track or to, to make up. Um, because they've already moved into a phase where their minds and their choices has been sealed in, whether yes. positive or bad behavior, um, but it's already been sealed in that. And I'm not saying that there is no hope for our high schoolers, but the gap we saw is that when high schoolers are repeatingly, uh, or they are repeating a certain grade and they are being progressed, mm. we are actually telling that child that's spending two years in the same grade that you are a failure. And so we are feeding the monster's head that we should be cutting off. And we said, but where do we cut it off? Where do we give the child the positive reinforcement that he, that the boy-girl child needs? And that was at foundation phase. But also we had to decide on the age group and the grade group. So we decided to run a trial camp in February of 2021. We invited 40 young people between 10 and 15 years old. And that is your grade 5 to grade 7s. Mm-hmm. Um, we had these 40 children um, on site and we tested the program. And what we've learned out of the program is that 40 children do not have the basic skills of hand-eye coordination. Mm. They do not have the basic skills of balance, right? You, how to balance your body. They do not have the basic sensibility in terms of you know cogn- using your cognitive skills uh, and being able to logically reason. Um that was just with 40 children. And so we knew out of our data that we needed to target 10 to 15-year-olds, grade 5, 6, and 7s um, because wow. of that. We then also interacted with uh, one of the professors from uh, the social work department at UCT um, who does a bit of work in a community in Mitchell's Plain, Tafelsir, and we shared that data with, with her. And uh, she then said, you guys are onto something because they are sitting with similar data at this and also in the similar age group as well. But their data points to uh, children from the age of eight already. If they are not properly invested, um, then you are kind of like breeding a child that will not perform well um, as they grow into the older years and into the, um, uh, the grade eights uh, when, once they get to high school. Well. well, you know, I, I, I've studied psychology now recently um, in my old age, but I did it. <laughs> Thank you, well Lord. Done. I did social psychology. And that is exactly what you have given me. Given That's what we were taught, is that um, the formative years between 0 and 7, the children 
absorb everything that they are exposed to. Uh, good, bad behavior. And that is where the reasoning and all all the pointers that you've mentioned now get completely distorted and and they get confused. And then between 7 and 11, you know, either they're going this way or they're going that way. And right. I think that gap is so important right. to nip it in the bud and start directing it. So this is incredible to know that there is programs that have recognized that uh, that problem because from there on they start either get following gangs or moving Absolutely. around so I mean this is incredible so when when the program starts uh, when once they start arriving at uh, the selective how do you select you know I mean it's so hard yeah. to choose 40 children <laughs> in a whole community um, what would that look like? So, so when the board of directors uh, of the Bridges Retreat Centre sat down and uh, they gave me the blank canvas, um, I first of all got myself a team together uh, to do the research and to think about what is it that we're going to do with the target group that we've identified. Mm. Um, and then we moved towards understanding that uh, our, our children, being grade 5, 6 and 7, what they need was the life skills program, which we then developed, and I'll, I'll speak to I'll speak to that now. Um, and then also, we've identified the fact that when we work with our children, we only have two and a half days because the camp program starts on a Tuesday morning. Arrival time is at uh, between nine and ten o'clock, and then they leave on a Thursday afternoon at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Given that, on average, it's about 32 hours in total that we have with this boy-girl-child. And what we do with them is 32 hours of positive reinforcement. And when we go to a school, um, in our first year, we actually partnered with schools that we already had a relationship with. And we said, we're doing a test run. We're doing a trial and error year of camp programs. Right. So that was the first year because we knew that if we opened it up, there would be hundreds of schools asking, can we participate in Mm. the program? So in our first year, we had 11 schools on board and uh, there were schools that were not a good fit for the program due to different reasons. But the schools actually sold themselves. They motivated themselves by virtue of their participation. And what I mean is... And their partnering and investment that they wanted to... Absolutely. That's a, that's a key. Major, major. Mm. So the principal is the key person to participating in the program. If he or she do not support this program, it falls to through the cracks. Yes, because what is the longevity of it? I mean, how does it get executed? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Educators are the second key persons because um, they need to be on site with their children when they come to camp. And then the community, which is your school governing body, your SGB as well. But how do we select learners? So we went and uh, this was the faith, the leap of faith here. And we (laughs) said, if we are inviting grade fives, we're inviting the whole grade fives. So every learner that's in a grade five class will get the opportunity to mm. go ask their parents, their guardians, can I go to this camp? And uh, the trigger to that is that it's at zero cost to the learner. Oh, praise the Lord. So with our business team and uh, our, our private funding uh, support structures, the decision was that our children are not going to pay a cent to attend oh, this life skills incredible. program. 
Um, so it's whole grade, and on average, it could be 60 learners in a whole grade, up to which we currently have our highest numbers, 210 learners My in a goodness. whole grade. Okay. And we are saying we want them to come. Wow, that is incredible. But I want us to continue with this because this is vitally key and important of the behind the scenes, the funding, the vision and the focus on getting the child into a I care for you. We are going to develop you and we are right. going to grow you in the shortest period of time that you possibly <laughs> can. But you will not believe what God can do Absolutely. through, a, through the, you know, the belief and the faith that you have in these children. And I'm just, you know, I want us to be encouraged, uh, uh, listeners, uh, you know, when it comes to committing and, and going into a partnership. And it doesn't always need to be financially, but it's that getting invested, yep. Yep. equally invested, and because your organizations need support. Absolutely. You know, even on all levels. Yeah. So we're just uh, going to continue with this, and I want to hear more about what happens on these camps right. straight after this. Good afternoon, family and friends, and we have got a very, very powerful, on the move, young pastor, Brent Dutoy in our studio this afternoon and boy are they on the move developing and creating a real positive outlook and young youth that really need to know who they are in Christ and this is where I want to encourage the church I want to encourage schools to come alongside programs like this and really come and start changing and begin becoming Game changers and nation builders. And I just want you to share with us, Pastor Brent, with what is Bridges, um, you know, actually achieving in this time and what does the camps actually look like? Absolutely, Renette. Um, I, I think it's important for our listeners to understand that um, there's a difference between a camp site, coming to a campsite and having a normal camp and actually having a program that's helping our children evolve into better young people. Mm. So I want to start off by saying how this program works, how the, the thinking that went into it. So we were saying that if we start with grade five learners, that same grade five learner will be invited back for the following year for the grade six camp program, and the same learner will be coming back for the grade seven camp program. So the same child will be in a program and a development program for three years. Fantastic. And the outcome is, the end in mind is that we are saying we see that this child, if he or she becomes a well-rounded girl or boy child, they will be better ready for high school. So we are only preparing this child for high school, not even for the world after high school. Mm. Right? It's because in high school we saw that the gap and um, the dropout rate has increased uh, between grade eights and grade nines already. Mm. And so we are trying to cut off the monster's head, which I've mentioned earlier, yes, by yes. saying this is the sustainability model where the same child will develop and understand that I can become somebody. I can think differently. I don't need to become what the community always is saying or what's mm. happening in my community. And there's some powerful stories, which I will share one in particular. Uh, shortly. Um, and so, so so the thinking here is we looked at another tool um, which was researched by good to be me and they looked at the social and emotional well-being of children post-COVID. So, so just keep in mind that this program was birthed post-COVID 
And we were asking how can we help our children that comes out of a very difficult uh, COVID period, um, understanding what's happening in many of our communities and yes. many of our homes as well. And I don't want to go into the issues mm, there, but mm. we know that it's 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 a lived experience and that's the reality of many of our children. So we coined with the Grade 5 Camp Program the concept or the theme of uh, self-awareness. And through self-awareness, we're asking the child through our camp activities that the child must identify the strengths and weaknesses. And so a child will come and we have an obstacle course called um, low and high ropes, where we just use ropes, you know, for the child to identify what they are capable of, able of, and not capable of Mm. as well. And then we look at that and then that is where we start building the interpersonal capacity that the child needs. Um, 90% of what we do with grade fives is through learn and play. And the fun factor yes. that just makes the connection, I think. Absolutely. Mm. Um, then for the grade sixes, we've coined the concept of social awareness. Um, because now I know they make decisions on the yeah. relationships and Absolutely. things. All the hormones start coming into play. Absolutely. And grade seven is self-management where we uh, impart a lot of leadership skills but in a practical, fun, and creative way. So, yes, we coined the 21st century concepts of innovation, design thinking, uh, creativity. We bring all those elements together, and what we do, we buy a whole lot of paint and a whole lot of sheets, and we say to the children, paint, you know? Mm. And so it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of great things that's happening. And the key indicator that tells us that the child trusts us is when they start laughing and we begin mm-hmm. to see the child that awakes in them, the playfulness of a child. Um, the trust comes with that playfulness. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps also for the listeners to and understand. And the safety factor. Because, you know, they, oh, it is safe. They are safe. The, yes. But, the, but just feeling safe to be themselves. Safe and trusted. It's mm. crucial. It's crucial to the process. And so how do we coin the whole trust relationship? How do we birth that? Um, we don't use the concept facilitators or camp facilitators. We use the concept of camp coaches, mm. a camp coach, similar to a a sports uh, theme like soccer. Yes. You have a coach. Yes. So it's easier for a child to identify with the coach who's there to help them to improve in their game. So you you identify what's their strengths, what is their focus, yeah. you know, if it's artistic or sport right. or whatever. Right. So you, in that short period of time, right. you pick up, you yeah. get an idea. In fact, it happens within the first hour when the children uh, arrive. So wow, then already we, we know. And just to, just to say that our coaches, um, we have a diversity of coaches. We have the ones that comes. I have a team of coaches at master's level, a master's degree level and at a graduate level. And then I have the coach who is a, either youth pastor or a youth worker that comes with practical experience, understands how gross motor mm. skills need to work. So there's a blended approach um, at all levels of what we do. Um, and we br- we bring that together and we just have fun. We run around with these kids. And in fact, from the day they, they put their feet from the bus, they get off onto Regis's grounds. Um, we make it about them. We, we, we celebrate them. Yes. We've, we've got songs and dances that we do uh, just welcome to welcome them. them. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. kitchen staff and our bridges, uh, field staff and management team, we, we make a fuss 
you know, it's it's kind of like our presidents, <laughs> our presidents yes, coming to bridges. bridges. <laughs> they need to know that this time is about them, oh, and amazing. it matters the type of child that comes because we do have the very ill-disciplined child, but that's the one that we want. Exactly. Um, to find himself. We have the shy child. Mm-hmm. We have the child that is privileged to have, uh, you know, a well-functional family environment. So it's it's a diversity of children. And what we do to break the ice is they get off the bus, um, they drop off the bags, we get them to their rooms, and then we split them into teams. So Brent does not get to spend time with his friend uh, Renette because he needs to know the other Mikeys in his grade, mm. in his whole grade. Mm. And they they form this connection, this bond as a team. And we color-coded uh, the four teams with red, blue, yellow, and green. It's all linked to the colors of nature. Um, they, had to, they have to formulate a theme name for their color group. Yes. Um, it has to be an animal or something quaint with nature. They have to come up with a theme song or a haka, yes, you know, yes, yes. Um, that must include, you know, anything around nature. Um, and so they already, within that first hour, we can see where the children are at. Who's okay. your leader? Who's your shy person? And then the coaches already know how mm. to navigate through the yes. two and a half days that yes. we have. And as you said, because they're so diverse as well from all different kinds of backgrounds, right. which means that they start valuing each other and wanting to come up and those respecting the others that right. aren't. Because I really believe that we, I, I personally put in the program when I speak to youth, it's like, how are you leading and who are you leading? Right. And how are you following and who are you yes. following? And the point is, a follower is just as important as a leader. Right. And we need to understand that not everybody is born to be leaders, but if you're a good follower, you can be part of a very powerful, successful team. Absolutely. And that is what I love hearing. So I'm, I'm getting so excited <laughs> when I hear all what you're doing. So, But at the end of the day, I just feel that, uh, uh, you know, we're going to go into the next session straight after this next track um, I just want us to get to a point where we can just hear what is it that we can come in as community of how um, uh, you know we can partner how we can get in, invest you know what else we can do so we're going to just take a break right now and then we'll get carry right. on further but I'm very excited about Absolutely. this topic Good afternoon, family and friends, but wow, has this session gone quickly. I can't believe we've got such an incredible, vibrant uh, Postabrint Detoy in our studio this afternoon, and they are embarking. He's the director of a camp program, which is just so fruitful by the sounds of things. And you were going to share, you know, what has it when children go back to their schools, back to their communities? So I want you to share a testimony on this, because... We think that we don't have an impact, but when we put when we put a program together, and when there's support from the church, from the schools, from the parents, because they just equally inv- invested as they've just released their kids to these programs, and as well as yourselves who actually have the right. the wisdom and knowledge, this is not a one man game. Everybody has to be involved. And this is why we often sit back and we don't actually know who we are going to be in the story. So who are we as the individual being out there? Who are we as far as getting 
partnering with projects like this. Yeah. So, 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 so Renette, so our program is still fairly young. We are 15 months in the making mm. and already we are able to track school transformation, um, both spiritually and socially. Um, but so much more, it can be so much more powerful if our community leaders, our churches get involved. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'd like to say, and, and I always coined this concept that if a church can adopt a school, you know, um, they will not have enough benches and chairs in their churches. You My know? goodness, that is um, such a brilliant concept. And, and, and I know that it's easier said than done because there are, there are challenges, you know, but this is why we were called the church so that we can provide solutions to the challenges that our society and our communities experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give one example of a school. I'm not going to mention the school's name, but it's out in Tafelsig, Mitchellsplain. And our listeners, we know our communities. We know when you hear Tafelsig, we know it's gangsterism, it's drugs, it's poverty. Um, and this school, the principal, I engaged the principal because a recommendation came from one of the community leaders. Mm. Can you please contact Bridges Retreat Center and ask if you can participate in the program? Um, in early 2021, I met the principal. She was happy to participate. She was very um, not so sure about it, but she learned that it will help the children to come out of this emotional isolation that they were in during COVID. Um, but during the same year, the community wanted her out of the school. Um, they were not happy with what was happening, according to the community. The children were ill-disciplined. The educators were every. I mean, they were just coming to school to do their job. Mm. Loss of passion. They lost, they lost it because, um, because of, it's, it's just chaotic. chaotic. And I remember saying to the principal that, do you believe in God? And she said, but I am a born-again Christian. I believe in God. But it just seems so hopeless. So I said, well, thank God that you met me. Because <laughs> now there's two of us. And if two of us can put, a th- a th- if one of us would put a thousand to flight, two of us, 10,000. Yeah. So we're going to tackle on the, you know, the demons. That's what yes, I said yes. to her and we were laughing. <laughs> so we had the first camp and it was mm-hmm. tough. It was rough, you know, and she kept on believing that God has a purpose for Bridges Retreat Center to be part of our school culture. Um, this year we had, so last year was the grade five camp. This year we had a combined grade five and grade six camp in the month of April of this year. She said to me, uh, upon my visit about a month ago, uh, it was on a Friday. She said to me, Brent, can you please come? Let me just explain this to you. Our school on each corner of the school, there's four different gangs, right? One of the children that was on your camp. Been there, done that. One of your children that was on your camp went back to his father, who's a gang leader, and said, Daddy, I know who you are. I know what you're about. I don't want to be part of that any longer. I have hope. I met a coach at camp that said that there will always be hope for me. And I want to go back to school and finish my primary school without you. Praise the Lord. So because the father's a gang leader... He obviously could not go directly to the school, but he made contact with the principal and his commitment to the principal goes as follows. I'm, I might be paraphrasing, but this is what he said. He said, principal, I don't know what you guys did to my son, but let me tell you, not one of my gang members will lift a gun or a weapon or bring drugs onto your school. Praise the Lord. I haven't my met goodness. this gang. I don't know who this gang is. That is, that is the power of a child who has found hope. The principal takes me through, so she's sharing this, and we in tears, right? 
And she ah. says, let, let me take you through the school. Uh, just, just let me just uh, pause there. In the month of May, we had a camp for the school educators. So three of the school's educators were at this camp. That is also important. They need to know right. what to do as well. Right, absolutely. And I won't speak about what happened there, but they <laughs> came back refreshed. And so walking through the school during an interval, there was not one child, boy or girl child, running around wildly. Every educator was doing some kind of life skills, games activity during a break time that is meant for educators to refresh and for children to play a little bit, mm. you know. Constructively. There was, there was not one foul word that came out of the mouths of children oh, during the break time that I was walking around. And this is within a 12-month period that the school has participated in the program. And I said to the principal, but what did you do? You tell me. I know what we were doing, you know, as Bridges Retreat Center. She said to me, Brent, I brought my educators together, our community leaders. And I said, can we continue helping our children the way Bridges Retreat Center is helping us. Oh, I That's the power of reconstructing our communities mm. and um, restoring restoring the dignity, dignity and the, the child back to what God absolutely, planned for them. Absolutely. We now have families that want to contact us from this school because they want to pray. They are praying for us. They are all kinds of things is happening. And obviously we do have some policy and regulations where we can't have direct contact with the community, but we keep it through. We keep the communications through the school, through the school, the channel. And so, and so earlier in this year, we received a box of letters that the children wrote with oh. all kinds of creative faces and hearts, just saying, we want to thank the Bridges Retreat Center and the camp coaches for spending time in us. And so, Renette, the biggest thing is what happens when we go visit the school as mm. the team of coaches. The children that has been on camp, they leave what they are doing. They run out of their classrooms and they come and hug their camp coaches. Connection made. The connection is made and the journey towards um, towards their healing and, and their well-being has started. And I want to say that we do, we, we do not preach the gospel in the traditional way to our children. Of course, you've got to... But spectrum. it's our hands, it's our language, it's our love, our empathy. It's you know? who's in you it's that has the influence. Absolutely. And we need to acknowledge that the power of Christ in us can be the game changer for anything. We just need to trust him and believe that he can do it through us. Absolutely. Absolutely know that we are walking in authority. Yep. You are game changers and nation builders. I am so excited. I'm so excited. I'm going to have you back. Um, but I need you to know that your organization, we're going to trust the Lord that you will just go from success to success, from glory to glory, mm -hmm. upwards and forwards from this day onwards. And each of you that is invested, no challenges behind the scenes, families and Everything but sac obedience is better than sacrifice. sacrifice. Hey? And we know Amen. that we need, this is a season, uh, family and friends, that we need to be obedient to what God has given us within our own hands. Who are we and what do we have to step out and go and connect and get involved with what you are passionate about? Absolutely. So, Brent, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I just want to bless you. May God continuously use you mightily for his kingdom and his glory in developing our youth, which is the most important 
human Absolutely. beings that the Lord has created for yeah. a great future yeah. and the best that we can have. Absolutely. Thank you, Renette. And for those who want to get hold of us, uh, check out our Facebook page, Bridges Retreat yes. Center. Um, we can also just check uh, the website. Uh, you can uh, just Google Bridges Retreat Center and all the information will be there in terms of how to get hold of us and how to connect uh, with us. We are on Instagram. We are on LinkedIn as well. Um, and uh, just an exciting project uh, in two weeks' time. We have collaborated with another organization in Paul, and we are taking 140 children as part of our Mandela Give Back, celebrating the memory of Mandela. Yes. Um, 140 children through a holiday camp at no cost to the children, um, because even as far as our, our winelands and our, our kids living on farms mm. um, are so much uh, needing uh, just a little bit of fun and play, um, but that will be specifically to share the gospel of Christ um, with those 140 children uh, wow. in about two weeks' time. It sounds incredible. So may the legacy just carry on with this factor that we are here for our children and our youth. Our youth will be okay in 20 years' time. Amen. So we need to start somewhere. So pastors, the school uh, principals, Come and collaborate and community, yeah. mothers and fathers, start getting involved and start looking and seeing how your child can become a better person no matter where you come from. Praise the Lord. Thank you. God bless. Thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Be safe and stick to the rules out there. And we will see you next week, same time. God bless you. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.